Welcome to the Highlight Zone Podcast. I'm Reese Van Haften. In this edition of the Highlight Zone Podcast, we talk to Wausau West Hockey's Lucas Langlois and his head coach, Brian Brandt. The most interesting part of this podcast is that the Warriors are currently in quarantine. So how do they stay in shape? Lucas gives us a peek into that. He says he tries to rollerblade around and run. Now the problem with that is that neither of those are anything like skating on the ice. It's a challenge that a lot of high school teams are experiencing at this time. Well, Lucas gives a well thought out answer to that. So we'll have to get right into it so you can hear that. Here are Lucas Langlois and Brian Brandt. So first question for you guys, and either one of you guys can answer this. 2020 has been wild. Hockey, there was this new study that came out with hockey where COVID apparently lingers six to nine feet above the ice. What are some of the concerns for you guys as this season rolls along? I mean, I think the first concern is keeping everybody safe while trying to, to play WIA sports and specifically hockey. I think we're trying to do everything we can to make sure that um, we're keeping guys safe and guys are staying safe and fans are safe and, and we can do this in, this in in the best way, the safest way possible. And there's going to be hiccups in that process, but but I think overall we're, we're trying to do our best to make sure that from practice to game to travel to outside of school and outside of, uh, you know, the structured environment that the guys are doing things and we're all doing things to try to stay as safe as possible. Lucas, yeah. for you, yeah, you're being your senior year. How strange has this been? It's been really different from the different from the past few years. I mean, a lot of di- there's a big difference in the atmosphere of practices and games, like how there's no fans. Sometimes our parents can't come and see us play and how in the locker room we go in in shifts. It's not the same atmosphere in the locker room from the past years because we can't linger around. We got to be in and out in 10 minutes and like we can't talk much. We got to get in and out and on the ice. You're on the ice, obviously. Your coach is just standing there. You have to wear a mask, correct? Yeah. What's that experience like, I guess? We really got to condition a lot. It's a lot different from other years. It's a lot harder to like breathe sometimes when you're breathing hard. But other than that, it's not much different. And I guess, Lucas, going off of that, you talked about your parents a little bit. Uh, the WVC just announced that they're allowing road parents into games. Obviously, Stevens Point isn't allowing any fans at all. But for you, what's it like experience something where you can't have your friends there? It's just mom and dad, and that's it. It's really different, I mean, and how, like, you got to create your own energy on the ice. They're, your friends and fans are usually there to cheer you on and give you energy, but they're just not there anymore. So you can really hear a lot on the ice. There's not a lot of, like, sound from outside the rink. Brian, asking you about how this is working, obviously this is a completely different animal for a head coach how do you keep your guys in the right mindset when you're going through a global pandemic where these kids' minds aren't necessarily on the rink, but it does play a distraction? Yeah, I mean, we want to make sure that we provide, you know, a couple hours of, of some version of normal for them. And I think, you know, we, we understand that, that getting to play sports is kind of a gift right now for us and, and, and hopefully something where uh, we understand there's a much bigger picture than than WIA sports or sports in general uh, activities, you know, the clubs, all those things. 
I think that to, to keep our guys focused, you know, we try to keep them as structured as we can. There's the, like Lucas said, there is nothing the same as we've done in the past. Everything has been changed from, from how we structure our groups, uh, you know, mitigating the numbers of players in the locker room, the time that they can be in the locker room to, you know, you talked about the masks on the ice and it's just a different, it's a different world that they're in right now. And, and I would say our guys have done a really good job of buying into it. It's been long enough within this, within this pandemic where they understand the expectations and what we need to do to play sports. And I think they've done a good job of buying into that. Now, what are, for either one of you, what are practices like? Well, from a planning perspective as a coach, uh, one of the things that, that we've tried to do is make sure that we don't create close contacts in practice. So it's, it's kind of like the old adage, you don't want to lose and you don't want to lose somebody to injury in practice in your own practice. It's kind of the same way we've, we've taken this, uh, the pandemic and, and COVID is to, to make sure that we don't create close contacts in practice. So, so things of, of the, the body contact, the battle drills, the things that we've done in the past aren't there anymore. There's a lot of skill drills. There's a lot of separation between guys. I mean, I was a little bit concerned as we entered playing games. We haven't done any body contact. So, so you go into a game and it's, it's a different environment. But I think, I think overall planning has changed and, and the, kids have, the kids have done a good job of staying separate because, you know, where we've had a couple positive cases, we haven't lost anybody because of practice. So I think that's, been, that's, that's one of the things that we can control and I think we've done all right with it. Lucas, for you – with these practices, there's no contact. It's a little bit different. How does that affect your skills? Does it affect your skills at all, or is it just ho-hum, we're still going about this the normal way? I think the skill factor is still there. We're still doing a lot of skill drills. It's just that we don't get that game experience in practice. We don't get the battling. We don't get the – like if I was to go into a corner and we don't get that factor where it's like game situation – what challenges does that present when you do translate into a game? A game, I believe you guys have played one already. Uh, what 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 differences does it make when you get into those game situations where you're never practiced contact for the year? It's a lot more creating time and space and passing the puck, and it's mostly about them putting pressure on you when you have the puck. It's it's harder in those situations because we haven't really practiced. We try to create as much pressure or game-like situations in practice, but that's not all. We can't always do that. Brian, for you as a coach, what differences do you see this year compared to past years when you're not this year? You're not able to do those things that you necessarily fully want to in practices. Well, the first thing I noticed in the game was so we can skate and condition our legs and that type of stuff and, and work on skills at a speed but we aren't exerting ourselves physically to battle for a puck. And what I noticed in the first couple of games is as the game wore on, that side of our conditioning just isn't there because we can't create that in practice to, to not have close contact. So that's something, the more games we get to play, the better we're going to get with it. I think um, that that challenge as a coach is, has been, it's been pretty big. It's, it's a lot of mindset things that you've, you know, you've done in the past as a head coach or, or just coaching in general, and you've just had to rethink everything. And it's, and it's not rethinking at one time. It's, it's talking with other coaches around the conference. It's talking to other coaches. What are you doing about this? How are you mitigating this? What's, how are you limiting risk? And, 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 you know, as coaches, we've done a really good job of sharing what we're doing. And I think that's, that's hopefully going to help everybody. This is a question for both of you, but Brian, we'll start with you. Uh, for you as a coach, you guys are in quarantine. 
how does when you get out of quarantine i don't know if it's two weeks the the, the dates keep changing but uh if it's two weeks, how do you get your legs back, your team's legs back underneath them? And for you, Lucas, as a player, when you are quarantining, how do you keep your legs in shape while you're sitting at your house? Well, I think, I think as a coach, like right now we've got, uh, we have six varsity guys that weren't in quarantine for, for a multitude of reasons because they weren't at the exposure event. So, so the guys that are quarantined, we're meeting every day after school uh, virtually. We're, we're doing some things with them to, to keep their minds active, to, to whether it's watching hockey or having a guest speaker come in and talk about, uh, you know, whether it's mental health or the game at the next level. Um, some workouts, you know, those type of things to, to try to keep these guys here. Obviously, the kids that are still available to practice, we get to practice with those guys too. So we've kind of split our coaching staff on ice to off ice coaching right now. So it's, uh, and, and it's going to be something that, that you have to deal with. And, and I think the kids have been pretty resilient with it and, and buying into, all right, this is what we have right now. So let's do our best within this moment. And, and, and when we can get back together, we'll, we'll, we'll continue where we left off. Well, it helps that we have the Google Meets after school. We get a workout in, we get active. But after that, I usually go for a run or I rollerblade, try to keep up the pace, keep in my conditioning. Running is a little bit different than ice skating. It's, it's, it doesn't exactly, it's not the same cardio. You're working different parts of your legs. Does rollerblading help more in that essence? Or is it just nothing is comparable to being on the ice? Nothing is really comparable beyond ice. Rollerblading is good. It keeps me active. It keeps me in shape. But I just going hard and skating hard. And you can't – sometimes you can do that on rollerblades, but I think it's different from ice skating. In what essence is that? I know that's kind of a complicated question, but uh, not many of us ice skate on a regular basis. So I'm kind of curious from a person who does it on a regular, what's the difference between rollerblading and ice skating? Well, with rollerblading, it's kind of, I usually do it in a straight line. I'm not turning, I'm not stopping, I'm just skating. And when I'm on ice skates, I stop, I turn, I'm always moving around. Let's pivot here, guys. Uh, you had a great senior class last year. You had one of the best uh, hockey players in the state last year. Now you have to replace that on top of dealing with Corona. What kind of steps have you guys taken in the leadership aspect in order to replace somebody like Mark Sipple? I really don't think you replace Mark. I mean, I think he's somebody who's, who's uh, one of those players that comes along every so often and can do a lot of things for you. I think he's, he, he was a great role model and, and we might see some kids, you know, coming through that, that want to be a version of Mark. I think, um, you know, to, to replace those guys, uh, we, re, we rely a lot on what our JV team does, you know, and you develop kids and you try to develop depth. Um, you know, this year, that's one of the things that we're going we're gonna to try to do early on in our games. We're going to get some young guys, some experience uh, at the varsity level and, and get their feet wet a bit and, and just try to try to figure out what varsity hockey is, because whether it's coming from JV to varsity or youth hockey to straight to varsity, I think there's there's obviously going to be a, a very uh, sharp learning curve there. And, and I feel like, you know, through the first two games, the guys that, that have done it have been have stepped up and played well. Um, but I, I don't know necessarily that you replace that. I think part of it is uh, the leadership group that we have, which is Lucas is a part of to, to continue on some of the things that we've done in the past and talk about the experiences that they have. I think that eases a lot of newcomers' minds when you can talk about some of those experiences. 
Yeah, your coach brought it up, Lucas, that you're one of the guys that had to step up as a senior and being a leader. I'm assuming you're a captain, correct? Yeah. So you're a captain. What does that entail for somebody who's filling the role? And you're not necessarily filling his shoes, but you're filling his role as a leader of somebody like Mark Sipple. It's a lot trying to keep the players positive and teaching them stuff. We work a lot on forecheck and – and uh, D-Zone breakout, we try to get them into a groove and keep their heads up. For sure. And you guys have a, a, a high expectation, a high standard there at Wasso West. It seems like you guys are in the Valley every year. It's either you or Spash battling it out for the Valley. How do you keep that tradition alive? And that's for either of you. Well, as a coach, it's one of the things that I, I, I tell the guys, like the expectations don't change. The players in the uniforms do, but the expectations don't. And I think uh, the guys have done a really good job of spreading that message. And that starts from the top down, our leadership group, all the way down to our, our new freshmen and, and, and to, to get that mentality. It's been obviously really different this year to try to do that, whether it was because of how we practice or the number of practices that, with, you, know, that you get versus who knows how many competitions you're going to get. So you, you've just tried to, to, to make the best of it. And we've leaned on the, the leadership group. They're the pulse of our, of our guys here. We want to make sure that, you know, one of the areas that we've lost in this process is the locker room. The locker room was such a huge part of creating camaraderie and, and the, the, the conversations that the guys had. Well, they've lost that. So now it's just a little bit different. They talk a little bit more on the ice. You know, they're, they're probably communicating outside of hockey a little bit more and, and just doing some of those things that you can, you can try to keep the camaraderie there as well as, you know, try to, to keep progressing as your season goes. Lucas, I'm going to ask you about the Marathon Cup. It seems like it's, it should just be named the Wausau West Cup. Let's, let's be honest here. You guys never lose that thing. How, how have you guys held on to that thing for decades, it seems like? Uh, since my freshman year, just the older kids above me. And we've always, like, we take that as a tournament. We always want to win. We want it. We want the cup. I think it's more about just wanting it more than the other team. I'm assuming some of those guys on the other teams are your friends. So what's it like going against friends from literally your backyard? They're not far away. They're probably at most 15 miles away from your house. So what's it like facing guys that you've probably played with as teammates in the past and in, 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 uh, traveling hockeys? It's like a friendly competition. We want to beat each other. It's really competitive. Most of us know each other on the ice. Sometimes we talk out there. It's Brian, how long have you been coaching at West? Uh, this is my seventh year as a head coach, and I think it's my fifteenth year overall. Obviously, uh, it's been it's been it's been different, you know. <laughs> it's it's there's been a lot of change over the past twelve months here, but uh, it's 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 we take a lot of pride. You know, talk about the Marathon Cup. One of the things we talk about, and I'm sure all of the coaches talk about, is the the local pride within. What that, what that tournament meant. Unfortunately, it didn't look anything like it did in years past this year, but nothing has. So I think that just kind of goes with everything that's happened so far. Now, I'm going to ask both you guys this. What is your guys' expectation going into the season? And I know right now that's a broad and complicated question all at the same time because some coaches are saying, just stay healthy. That's the goal. But at Wausau West, it almost seems like a disappointment if you don't make it to the state tournament. So I guess for you, Brian, what have you been preaching to these players as we continue to grind our way through this year? 
Well, there, there's a lot of uncertainty. And, and what we've been telling the guys is, is every day we get to step on the ice is a moment to get better. It's a moment to, to be around each other and enjoy the game that all of us love uh, because we don't know what, what tomorrow brings. We don't know if there's a positive case on, on the team we play. Is there somebody in the locker room or a family member that's positive that are going to – there's just so many variables that as a coach, as players, you try to control them but you really don't have control of them. And, and so we've, we've just tried to treat every opportunity we get together as, as an opportunity to have fun, um, try to keep it light because there's, there's obviously much bigger things in the big picture that are, are greater than hockey. So, um, you know, the conferences, we, we want to, every year you want to contend for the Valley Conference title because that's going to set you up for a, probably a decent seat in the sections. Um, and giving opportunity to make a run in, in the playoffs. And I think, you know, as, as a coaching staff this year, we haven't talked much about that. We've just more like, let's be day-to-day. Let's get better every time we get out here. Let's embrace the fun that we can have for these couple hours. Um, and, then, and then, like you said, stay healthy, stay, stay, uh, stay on the ice as long as we can. Because right now, I mean, uh, the WIA has said, we're going to have a, a postseason. We're going to have a state tournament series. So I think, that part is really, uh, really good carrot for everybody to have out there. And Lucas, he touched on what his message has been. But for you as a player, being a teenager, having a coach that loves and cares for you is honestly the most important thing in your life. And in, a good influence is the most important thing in your life. And I know sometimes it goes in one ear and out the other as a teenager. But what has stuck the most that your coach has said to you? It's more about competing. Like we always – the coaching staff always wants us to try our best, work hard, but they, they want us to have fun too. So whenever we step on the ice, it's a chance to have fun, work hard, play the game you love. And what's been, I guess, the favorite part about this season so far? Obviously, we're only two games in, but what's been your favorite part so far, Lucas? Just the chance to get – it's my senior year, just the chance to get to play games, have fun. Brian, for you, this year, unlike any other, we've said it a hundred times already on this podcast, but what has been your favorite part with this team? Obviously, this team is going to be unlike any other in your mind. So what has been your favorite part about this team so far? Well, I think, first off, uh, when you get to practice, it's, it's just fun to be there. It's the best part of our day is to be able to get to that point. And I think uh, the growth that this team's going to do throughout the season, it's it, just in the, the two and a half weeks that we've been together so far, there's been a lot of growth, a lot of maturing um, players that were, you know, five foot six, 120 pounds a year ago are now five foot 10, 150 pounds. So, so it's just, it's fun to see the guys grow up um, and, and fun to watch our captains get an opportunity to lead because I think it's really important that they, they give a good message and, and get a chance to lead their teammates because they, they only get seniors only get one senior year and we want to make the best for those guys and, and the rest of the team. Well, I don't really have much else to ask. Is there anything else either of you guys want to add that I didn't touch on about this season or just in general about hockey or whatever? Well, I tell you, Reese, it's been, uh, as a coach, it's been probably the most challenging month, you know, two months that we've seen here. And I think that um, we've, all of us have really supportive administration, really supportive school districts to help us help give these kids the opportunities to, to compete. And I think the players, we talk about it all the time. There's, there's more than just those guys, more than the coaches that make this happen. And, and we're thankful for, for the opportunities that we're going to get this year. We know it's not going to be like last year. We know that it's not going to be like next year. Um, you know, so, so it's, we, we get one chance for this group and, and Lucas and, 
Connor, um, Adam, and Kate have done a good job of leading him through this so far. Well, I want to I want to thank take the time to thank you guys, Brian, Lucas. I really appreciate you taking the time to do this, and I want to thank you for keeping my job in existence right now. If it wasn't for you guys and the rest of the high schools in this area, I wouldn't have a job. But uh, I want to thank you guys and thank you for coming on the podcast. And uh, hopefully, you guys have a great season. And uh, once you come back from quarantine and you win some games, I'm looking forward to getting out to Marathon Park and shooting. Thank you. Sounds great. Thanks, Reese. Thank you for listening to this edition of the Highlight Zone podcast with the Wausau West Warrior Hockey Team. If you like what we're doing and want to suggest the story idea to us, email us at sports at WSAW.com. We'd love to feature anything you suggest to us. Thanks for listening to us again. We'll have more in the near future.